Hello, this is Tom Brevoort. You are listening to Into the Night, the Moon Knight podcast. Yes, welcome back, loony listeners. You are listening to Into the Night, the Moon Knight podcast. This is episode 165, and this is another kind of knee-jerk reaction episode to the latest release of Avengers 36. Uh, I am your host, High Priest of Conchu Ray. Welcome, welcome. It's it's great to be here. I am flying solo, and uh, as mentioned to some of the Petrunis off-air before, if all goes well, this is live streaming uh, via Get Vocal. It's opened up to, to anyone in our Looney community in the Facebook group, Twitter, or in YouTube on YouTube. Um, so jump on, uh, say hello. I know I'm in Australia. You guys might be fast asleep, but you just never know. Anyway, a big welcome. Uh, as mentioned, uh, this will be a new comic book review. It's a reaction episode. Uh, it's a bit more informal because it's just myself uh, and a quick turnaround. So I'm hoping to get this out uh, pretty much maybe one hour after I finish recording or even less. Uh, as mentioned, we'll be doing a new comic book and this will be part four of the Age of Conchu, which involves our boy Moon Knight uh, uh, in Avengers Volume 8, 36, uh, and it is titled Moons of Fire, Stars of Blood, Panthers of Black. So uh, exciting here. Um, I can't wait to crack into it. I literally I've just read this just then, so my impressions are fresh, uh, and uh, and I've got a uh, I've got a swag of feedback here I'd love to get through as well from you, the, the loony listeners, so thank you very much. Anyway, before we get into all of that, I want to um, I want to just uh, go through our sponsors. Sorry, I'm just checking my notes here. Um, I want to go through my sponsor, uh, the sponsors for the show, <laughs> apologies, um, and a big shout out to our Petruni members. Uh, so we do have a Patreon page, patreon.com slash itkmoonnight. You too can become a Petruni. Uh, if you consider looking at, at some of our tiers and our bonus incentives and throwing some coin our way, it's very much appreciated. I wanted to make a, a, a huge announcement tonight on this episode. A big thank you and a big welcome to our latest Petruni Derek O'Neill, who is also one of the co-hosts and a producer of TV Podcast Industries. Great friends of the show. Hi, Derek. I hope you're listening. A huge thank you, my good sir, for um, for uh, backing us, um, not only by listening uh, to our shows, but, of course, by uh, throwing, uh, throwing some dinero uh, our way. It really does help uh, with the show and... Um, and helps, uh, I guess, in more ways to also support other podcasters. So um, just speaking informally, uh, I actually, on Patreon, I, I put up a message board shortly after Derek's uh, um, membership uh, he joined. 
and I just mentioned, I thought it'd be quite transparent to to let everyone know in the uh, in the Patreon page uh, where all the money kind of goes to. So uh, most of it goes to the the podcast plans, uh, the monthly plans, um, and I'm fortunate enough to have the Petrunis. Um, well, uh, generous offers to cover the the three podcasts that I do. So it actually covers the monthly plans for for Into the Night, uh, the one that you're listening to right now. Uh, it covers my contribution to the Last Sons of Krypton. Uh, I pay for half of it. Well, actually, the Petrunis do. So thank you very much. And also uh, the the newest show in my stable of shows that I just love doing. To know her is to fear her. The Spider Woman podcast. So um, that all those costs are covered by the Petrunis, and I'm forever grateful. Not only that, but I also do support other podcasters as well, um, and I like to uh, become patron members to their shows. Um, so again. Uh, the the generosity given by the Petrunis has allowed me to support the others. So it's kind of indirectly, um, we're all kind of, I don't know, we're, we're just helping helping independent podcasters uh, get out there and, and keep on doing what they're doing because it's, it's so much fun to do and uh, it's so much fun to listen to. So anyway, a big thank you, a big, um, a big thank you again, Derek, for, for, um, for joining up. Also, uh, a, I've got to shout out our other Petrini members, uh, Dustin, Justin, Wayne, Jordan, Josh, James, Russell, and Anthony, uh, stalwart Petrunis. Thank you, my good loony members, my good sirs, um, and you are definitely a, a hugely grateful for your contribution as well. Um, not to mention, as well, I mean, this is the, the the start of a new month, so there will be a new monthly uh, ITK digest for the Petrini members, uh, keep your eyes out for that. I'm I'm going to start compiling that. Uh, that generally is a monthly digest. It, it shows uh, the shows that are coming up ahead in the coming month, uh, as well as news on the the Patreon front, uh, also on our audio drama adventure, The Hunt for Conchu's Golden Scepter, um, also our travails in the Fantasy Comic League. Uh, what else is there? Um, uh, yeah, I mean, so just got a whole lot of stuff there uh, involved right in our, our monthly digest um, available to all Petruni members. So, uh, again, uh, if you want to become a Petruni, uh, please consider it. Just check out patreon.com slash itkmoonnight. Also, as well, a couple of our fine, fine sponsors, Hello Headphones, empowering gamers to play at their best. And uh, again, this episode is sponsored by Dreamland Comics from Illinois, the superhero superstore. Now, just a, a little bit of smattering of news as well I want to cover before we get into our comic book review, our reaction to Avengers 36. Uh, the first thing, as I mentioned, our audio drama, The Hunt for Conchu's Golden Scepter, episode 13. Uh, we are getting closer. I'm happy to say all the vocals are in from all the loonies involved. Thank you very much to uh, Josh, Dustin, Anthony, and Mike. Uh, I've got them all in. You guys all sounding great. I've just got to start pulling it all together. And this is episode 13, which, depending on how long it will run, uh, it may be the, the season finale for our audio drama for season one. Uh, it certainly will be left on a cliffhanger. Uh, I've just got to see how much it runs for. Um, I did have a goal to reach a certain amount of uh, total time that the whole serial has gone for because 
what I want to do is compile it together and release it as one whole um, audio kind of drama for for the loonies uh but we'll see how it goes uh it it could well be the finale it it is a um things kind of ramp up uh, i've got to say so i i can't wait to let everyone hear it um but uh, that will be coming hopefully in in late october this month and and big thank you again to all those involved it's been a lot of fun writing it uh the reason also why it's a season finale it'll give me a little break to actually start writing uh, the other parts i've got a lot of ideas and i can't wait to to put them on paper and uh, and have people record uh it's a lot of fun uh if you haven't checked it out please do so. Uh, just check our back catalogue of uh, podcast episodes. Uh, if you really want to know where to be pointed towards, um, just hit me up uh, on a on a DM or, or an email and I can um, let you know where those files are. Um, they're available within certain episodes that have been released over the weeks. Also as well, Looney's check out uh it's coming soon i think the boys are recording it this coming weekend uh there'll be another episode of roundtable robin a sidekick's revengeance now for those that don't know or are new listeners um what has been done in the past is that i i hand over the keys to the to the mansion over to some of the loonies uh, they take over the show and they, they get to chat about anything that they want. It it doesn't really have to be anything on Moon Knight. Um, but what I really love about it is that we've created this strong community um, and uh, it allows the loonies to get together and have a chat. Um, and uh, most often than not, it is about Moon Knight. So in this instance, uh, there'll be a few loonies, I believe the likes of Anthony, uh, Phil and Noel, uh, will potentially get together and talk about their top five Moon Knight writers. So, the last one we the last one we had with uh, Phil Anthony and Chad was the top five their top five artists, um, and we'll hear about their top five Moon Knight writers, which will be quite interesting. It'll be interesting to know your top five Moon Knight writers as well. So, uh, I might drop a post up in our page or on on um or in our group. And, uh, and let us know who you think your top five Moon Knight Riders are. There's plenty of them, and there is a lot of quality there. So uh, it should be a good conversation. That will be uh, out. I'm not too sure. I could drop that on as a, as a bonus episode, or I could potentially hold on to that and drop it on uh, a bit later in a few weeks. Um, but very grateful for those guys uh, and very keen to listen. It allows me to kind of uh, to, to listen to, to people chat about Moon Knight as well rather than just myself uh, chat about a different perspective, and, and I love it. So anyway, that's kind of what's happening in and around uh, the ITK community. Now, there's a couple of bits of... Um, a couple of bits of news here in our white noise segment. Uh, I wanted to shout it out. Like so, was about mid about mid September. We heard the news that Tatiana Maslany was cast as She-Hulk. Very exciting news for the She-Hulk Disney Plus TV show. Uh, and yesterday, I think, or a couple of days ago, uh, Iman Vellani has been announced that she is cast as Kamala Khan, aka Miss Marvel. For the Disney Plus TV show. Now, apart from the very exciting news anyway that this newcomer, um, Iman Vellani, is going to be Miss Marvel, and we have a face now to Miss Marvel, 
what does kind of get all the loony tongues wagging is that surely the casting for Moon Knight is imminent. Now, I've heard along the traps as well that Moon Knight actually has been already cast. They're just holding on to that information. Um, but it will be very interesting, maybe in a couple of weeks, or depending on, uh, as one of the loonies mentioned, uh, depending on how excited everyone is about um, about this casting of Miss Marvel, once that kind of settles a little, then they might uh, throw us another bone and let us know who finally is cast as Moon Knight. It's quite interesting. It's kind of 50-50 at the moment. Um, so Tatiana Mislani, uh, relatively well-known in the TV industry, uh, most well-known for her role uh, in Orphan Black. Um, Iman Vellani, a total newcomer. So whether or not we'll get a newcomer or um, a a seasoned TV actor for the the actor of, uh, for the character of Moon Knight. We'll just have to wait and see. I'm starting to think, just personally myself, it may be a newcomer, which I'm very excited for. Uh, but we've had our versions of fan casting as well. There've been other rumors, and I didn't want to put it in the news here again. Other rumors that the likes of top tier actors like Keanu Reeves has been again reconsidered for for Moon Knight. Um. I, th- I think that's pure speculation. We're just going to have to wait and see. I like this idea that a while ago we heard that they wanted someone um, of a particular ethnicity um, and a particular look to be to be Mark Spector. So um, I'm thinking it might be a newcomer, and I'm all on board for that. Um, I'm not sure about what everyone else thinks, but that's uh, that's just my take. Uh, Added to that as well, in in other news which came out earlier in the week, uh, we have apparently uh, there's been a call out for for some casting of some main roles in the Moon Knight support cast. Um, So apparently they're looking for someone that may or may not be Marlene and may or may not be Frenchie. Let me read this out to you as well. So this was covered uh, in a few um, websites uh, the one I got was from uh, thedirect.com, an article, and I posted this up in our group, and it mentions, okay, in search of the first cast member, 20 to 40-year-old, okay, white male, a stereotypical good-looking, overly enthusiastic, less intelligent than average, but still lovable. Actor must be fluent in French. Now, of course, the clincher there is French. Um, surely that this would have to be Frenchy. Uh, the only other option would be uh, a a completely original character made up for the TV show. Um, there has been some discussions in our in our group about this description of less intelligent than average, but still lovable. Um, that's kind of raised a few red flags with some loonies. Um, if it is indeed Frenchie, I have always seen Frenchie as a, a very capable, a very intelligent. Um, um, athlete and and um, friend to Mark Spector, uh, but maybe they're going down this other way for Frenchie. Hopefully, he's not too comedic in that sense. I mean, it'd be good to have a, a decent sidekick to Moon Knight, uh, but that could well be Marlene. And that will lead me to this other description uh, that was called out: a twenty to t- to thirty-five year old. Or it could be all ethnicities, any any ethnicity, female. A manipulative operative in a secret organization capable of going from cool and tough to warm and friendly in a heartbeat. 
Um, so, you know, tantalizingly vague. Sure, it could be Marlene. It could be, um, it could be stained glass scarlet as well. I mean, who, I mean, secret organization. I'm not sure. Like Marlene was not part of any secret organization, nor was stained glass scarlet as well. Uh, so that leads some some questions and some scratching of heads there as to who it might be. But I guess for main roles, they're saying the main roles you would think would be for Marlene and Frenchie. Uh, if not, I mean, it can't be Jenna at all. I mean, unless she runs a diner and uh, on the side, she's part of a secret organization. I don't know. Uh, but anyway, very exciting to speculate on. Uh, and I guess we'll just have to wait and see. It, it seems imminent because we've got that casting for Miss Marvel. Uh, we should be getting something for Moon Knight soon. As soon as anyone hears, please post it up on our page or our group. Uh, it's great that we all share uh, information and we're all in different time zones. I'll try and do my best, um, you know, in the future here in Australia. Uh, but uh, if anyone else uh, gets some gets catches wind of news, just post it up. Uh, and, and share it around, and let's get a healthy discussion happening. Uh, finally, as well, I posted this up on Facebook. Uh, there appears to be, and, and this is courtesy of the Moon Knighters Facebook group uh, as well, someone posted up there, there's apparently a Walgreens exclusive Arachnite Funko Pop, and it's looking pretty cool as well. I mean, for those that haven't seen it, uh, go check out our Facebook group, or um, or if you're part of the Moon Knighters Facebook group, it's there as well. Uh, looking pretty spick. I'm oh, I'm half keen to get it, but I don't know how difficult it is to get. It's a Walgreens exclusive. Having said that, I did get the um, the hooded Moon Knight, which was an exclusive. So hopefully, it's not too difficult to get. Um, but looking very good and and worthy of a, of a being part of your collection if you are um, so inclined to collect those sorts of things. Right, well, that is pretty much the news on that front for um, for this episode. Uh, we're not going to jump into a break there. Um, we're just going to go into our next main segment now. We're going to... Let's do it. Let's do it, Loonies. I'm keen. I know you're keen. I'm keen to try out this video that I've got here streamed. I'm going to try to share something uh, let's hope it works. Um, but let's get into our new comic book review, our reaction episode. <gasps> yes, this is our reaction episode for Avengers Volume 8, Issue 36. Uh, it was released on the 30th of September 2020. It's uh, The Age of Conchi Part 4. Moons of Fire, Stars of Blood, Panthers of Black. Now, this was written by Jason Aaron, penciler and inker Javier Garon, uh, colorist Jason Keith, letterer Corey Petit, and editors Tom Brevoort, Martin Byro, and Alana Smith. Now, so for those who have not listened to much of our shows, uh, this will be a, a little bit of a riff on our usual format. Since it's a reaction episode, um, I haven't had much time to, to prep as in write a bare bones or synopsis or anything like that. But typically uh, what we'll do, and I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to improv, um, we, we start off with the bare bones, which is a summary of the issue. And then basically I'm just going to go through some points. Uh, typically they're like writing artwork uh, references 
um, themes and characterizations, that sort of thing. Uh, just anything that comes offhand. Uh, what I'll do with this live stream and on the video, um, I'll, I'll, sh I'll throw up um, the, well, I won't throw up, <laughs> I, will, I will share on screen uh, the images of the comic and we can just kind of talk through it, uh, which will be good. Uh, and I will end that with a um, a moon rating system. What I find more exciting as well is that after after we do all that and I give my little discussion, I've got a, a whole bag here or swag of uh, of loony feedback. So can't wait to um to get into that. All right, so let's get stuck into the the bare bones for this. Cue the music, please. Thank you. <laughs> now, maybe give me a little bit of reverb. Have you got that future, Ray? Ah, sounding brilliant. Okay, so here we go. The synopsis for this issue basically is Moon Knight and Black Panther face-off um, going toe-to-toe, punch-for-punch as Moon Knight is mistaken uh, and under the spell of Conchu that Black Panther is actually Mephisto. Uh, at the same time, or earlier on, <laughs> Black Panther confronts Conchu, um, who is still willing to, um, to gain all the, the powers of Dawn or, or the million year, uh, a million BC Avengers uh, after the Phoenix Force and the Star Brand. Uh, Conchu tries to, to kill Black Panther but finds out that Mjolnir follows and um, obeys Black Panther as well. Uh, Conchu then escapes, uh, leaving Black Panther to fight a deranged Moon Knight as Conchu flies into the sky looking for Starbrand. Um, what happens in shoes is that Conchu then encounters Iron Man and Captain Marvel with the little star brand baby and uh, he incapacitates Iron Man while trying to get star brand. Um, meanwhile down on Earth Moon Knight is still fighting Black Panther with Black Panther trying to get through to Mark that he isn't Mephisto, he's indeed T'Challa. What we see towards the end is that Moon Knight realises this uh, and has actually been using the occasion to pray i.e. Um, to shed his blood in or order to summon um, another sort of god and as we see in the last page it is the phoenix force <clears throat> and moon knight has now become the phoenix well that is about it in a nutshell loonies um Again, apologies there for the sporadic retelling, but that in essence is is it. I mean, there's a lot in there as well, um, but uh, I think that pretty much sums up the um, this, the issue here. Overall impressions for this, um, I actually I enjoyed it because of of the main action. Um, I like seeing Moon Knight go up against Black Panther. I thought it was quite entertaining. Um, the concept for this issue was very simple as well. Um, I did actually hear from a lot of loonies um, before I actually read it 
that this last page reveal would be kind of mind blowing, and um, a lot of people were maybe worried as to where it will go. Uh, I think I was messaging someone, I think it was Phil, and I was trying to predict what it was, and I said, "Oh, don't tell me, don't tell me, Moon Knight gets the Phoenix Force or something like that." And he does. So when he does at the end, I was a little bit underwhelmed. Uh, to be honest, I thought the cooler uh, marriage was when Moon Knight uh, became the um, the Avatar, the, the Fist of Vengeance. I thought that was a lot more fun. Uh, but look, he, he is the, the Phoenix now. Um, so again, I think overall, this was a, a better issue. Um, I think the last two issues have been have been good. Um, the first two parts for me were really, I, th- I think, felt awkward. The pacing was just, the pacing has been really weird. Uh, can I say that? I mean, the first issue was like a bat out of hell. Everything was kind of done really rushed, um, but I could understand that. And I thought, well, Justin Aaron's just trying to set it up, trying to get it all out of the way, and then we can settle into a good story. Then issue two was pretty much the same. It was at a breakneck speed, um... You know, it was kind of blink and you miss it. And I just needed a little bit more, I guess, exposition. A little bit more of, let's tone down the pace and let's kind of create some depth and and feeling for these characters. We started to get that in part three. Uh, And in part part four here, part four, although it is is largely a fight, um, I I think we do get a sense of that. So I really did... um, I really did enjoy the pacing for this, if anything. Um, I'll go with writing. Writing's good. I mean, the first thing that I was thinking of when I did read this was, um, and it's a novel thing, isn't it? It's um, You see when T'Challa and Moon Knight face off against each other, they are kind of whacking each other, and Moon Knight whacks with a fist of vengeance, or fist of conchu. Uh, let, me, let me put this up, actually, on the screen. Um, if I can, uh, unlock, let me see if I can do this, um, okay, application window, come on, here we go, share this up, baby, okay, so on the screen, on the video, you can probably see there, um, we're going to move ahead, two pages here, um, what we see, and I thought it was fun at first, uh, so let me, I'm just going to move straight ahead when they are fighting, you start to see it first here with uh, panther webs, uh, rapidly expanding vibra- vibranium-based foam incapacitant. Um, so that's pretty cool. And then you start getting these Iron Fist-esque titles to their to the shots that Black Panther does. I mean, that's pretty cool. Like here, you get the Leaping Buffalo Uppercut Elbow Strike. You get the Hungry Lion Organ Seeker. They're pretty cool names. You get the winds of the Serengeti. They're pretty cool, but for me, it, it did seem a little out of place, and maybe that's pretty fickle, but um, I really enjoyed it when he did that with Iron Fist because that's part of Iron Fist's thing, isn't it? Like, you know, he's got all these special moves, and I realize that Black Panther is a master um, at fighting as well, but uh, it just seemed that, like, I don't know, Aaron was using this trick again, um, just because he thought it was a cool idea to do with the Iron Fist, he, he did it again with Black Panther. So I thought, oh, okay, that's maybe trying a little too hard, uh, if I can say that. Um, but uh, as for writing, I mean, that was the only thing. There, there was enough dialogue in here and interaction between um, Black Panther and and Mark to to keep it interesting. Um, 
I mean, the the big foil here was uh, was Black Panther thought that Moon Knight was fighting um, essentially on a suicide mission, just to you know to kill himself. That he was largely outmatched, um, and he was just trying to. He had a death wish. Uh, it turns out that um, if I can f- go forward towards the end, it turns out that wasn't the case. Uh, and here we go, and we see here Mark Spector saying that, um, what does he say, finish it, um, have to finish the prayer. He says, no, it's not, a, I'm not, um, what was it, it's not, uh, not die, it wants, it wants me to bleed, and if you won't do it, I'll do it. So he's getting these instructions from the phoenix, I guess, that he needs to bleed or suffer, um, so I like that kind of reveal. That was a little clever. Um, I don't know how accurate that is. I don't, I don't know. Uh, and and for those that are more familiar with the Dark Phoenix saga and uh, Avengers versus X Men, which I've read ages ago, I'm not sure whether the Phoenix requires blood for it to to become uh, um, for you to host it. Um, so I'm not sure if that's a purely Aaron thing. Or if that is indeed, if it is indeed part of the law, then that's pretty cool, uh, because I did not see that coming. Uh, it seemed that Moon Knight was just at first deluded, thought that Black Panther was Mephisto, but um, uh, that little turn where he goes, look, a few punches ago, I actually knew it was you, T'Challa. I just kept on going, and so you're thinking, oh, he's just is it because he's just crazy that he's just doing that? Has he got a death wish? So I, I kind of like that reveal. Um, as I mentioned. I wasn't too fussed with uh, Moon Knight becoming the Phoenix, uh, with the Phoenix Force. Um, it kind of, kind of looks like. Well, there's a lot of people have become it already. I mean, I did read a while ago when it came out, Avengers versus X Men, and what there were like five or six people: uh, Namor, Colossus. Um, I can't, I can't remember the others, but um, they they all got the Phoenix Force and they became the Phoenix. Uh, so it's, yeah. Anyway, again, it looks like Moon Knight's got it this time. And I guess there's no surprises because he's become the Fist of Vengeance. He got the Spirit of Vengeance within, within him. Uh, he's been claiming all these powers. So in, in a way, you kind of expect it. Um, as for the longevity of this idea, it's going to be as... It's going to have the longevity similar to that of Avengers versus X-Men, I think. There's not going to be anything to it. It's going to go away. So I don't think it's setting up for anything. I think it's... Largely, I think this whole series, The Age of Conchu, um, as fun a ride as it is, it's not going to have any lasting effects on the legacy of the character. Uh, and, and, you know, for better or worse, I think that's just the case. Uh, it's uh, uh, It's clever... Uh, it's well written, stuff like that, but it, it just doesn't have the depth to to last, I think, long uh, and to be taken on board uh, with Moon Knight when he gets a solo series. I, I just don't believe that many of these traits will be taken up. I mean, if anything, I think maybe uh, the stature, the profile of Konshu may be lifted a little. He may be seen a bit more. Uh, and if anything, as, as mentioned um uh, if anything, um, we saw in the annual uh, that we first saw in the annual, and then we saw in Serpent uh, Serpent War, uh, Conchu 
um, is kind of known. That ambiguity is gone, and he he's now kind of a set um, part of the Marvel universe. Um, so again, for better or worse, uh, there's that ambiguity, and what a lot of loonies loved about Mark Spector is whether that was real or not, uh, whether we like it or not. It's real, and I think that is what will probably be the lasting legacy of this uh, this arc, the Age of Conchu. Other than that, all this other stuff about the million BC Avengers, um, these Ankhs that Moon Knight gets, um, the Phoenix Force that he gets, him becoming Fisher Conchu, I think that's all going to be just like um, just part of the story, and we're going to move on. Um, so. Yeah, I mean the art-wise uh, art as well. I think is was very cool. I really enjoyed the art to this. Um, Javier Garon is still, you know, he's still delivering on all accounts. Um, again, let me just pull this up. Uh, fantastic artwork. Um, even the last page there, you can see. Um, let's see. Can I just do the one page? Yeah, even the last page. Uh, what else have we got here? Um, I found the She-Hulk looked a bit, a little strange. Same with um, same with Moon Knight. But Black Panther and Moon Knight looked really good when they were fighting. Yeah, there's a She-Hulk. She looks a little strange there. Um, I'm not sure why. It's good to see that Robbie Reyes is is joining the fray as well. The Avengers are coming, but of course they're like two steps behind, um, and they won't catch up with it. Um, yeah, again, I just found a little weird looking here with with uh, Iron Man. Uh, nothing wrong. It's just very different. Um, I'm used to, I guess I've been reading a lot of, is it Valerie Schitty, um, in the slot run, which is an awesome, awesomely drawn, uh, ish, uh, series. Yeah, there is, he's just looking a little, I don't know, a little bit more, uh, stylized. Uh, but these fights are great. I mean, the, the fight scenes that Garon does, uh, the movement you can see with all these, um, just the fluent motion. I love this Black Mamba sm- uh, spine strike. A lot of them are quite deadly. But again, as I said, um, to me it's like, why are you doing the hippo fist? Thing? Like, why are you doing the iron fist thing with, with Black Panther? I don't know. Um, again, I'm, I'm going backwards here. Oh yeah, this is also a thing, writing-wise. Uh, so there was a, a little uh, a connection. Let me go backwards. There was a connection here with... Um, what was his name again as well here this this dude uh the unseen so this tied into the original sin arc which um i, I kind of enjoyed i enjoyed the original sin um i think that was really cool i can't to be honest i can't be i can't remember exactly um the the, the minor arc that moon knight had in it uh i believe he might have been with the band of people when they did meet up with nick fury at the end, um, but I can't remember this fellow. But it, it's, a nice, it's a nice callback. I do like that. So, um, and Aaron does make a few callbacks, which which is appreciated. Like even from the very beginning here, and what I immediately really gravitated towards was he talks about uh, this um, this kind of balloon here or um, narrative. Uh, so he talks about. Let me just read it out. Um, Places where you tend to find the nurse-murdering hatchet men, Randall Spector, and nuns with crossbows, stained glass scarlet, and mercenaries with their faces carved off. So he's got a little homage, uh, homage there to, um, to Moon Knight's rogue gallery. 
it's always appreciated when they kind of nod to to older runs. Um, but yeah, I mean, essentially though, it was kind of fleeting. I mean, it's he's basically saying at the beginning, excuse me, he's basically saying at the beginning that Moon Knight is is used to the the terrain of the street level, the brawling, the grittiness. What is he doing here? You know, out of his league and stuff. Um, uh, yeah, and then and then it goes on to him fighting um, T'Challa, which was very cool as well. Very um, MCU as well. You see T'Challa's suit um, absorbing the kinetic energy with those um, the circuitry kind of glowing. Uh, I also want to make mention as well. This is not part of the story, but there was a really nice here tribute to Chadwick Boseman. Uh, tribute by Tanahisi Coates <clears throat> and by Brian Stillfreeze. Um and it was it was really cool. It actually was very apt for the issue because it was very Black Panther centric. Um, so that for me, I, I found that kind of uh, I wouldn't say added, but it did enhance it a, uh, in a way. It had some sign- a bit more significance because it resonated a bit more because uh, of what had happened in recent um, at the end of August. Uh, with the the passing of Chadwick Boseman, um, so yeah, so the art was really good. Um, I really enjoyed that. Uh, as I said, a, a couple of inconsistencies. This this panel here, I am pointing to on the video of Moon Knight with his crescent darts in between his fingers, pointing them towards the unseen. Very cool indeed. <coughs> um. Also, we see Moon Knight fighting more with just... Oh, I loved... He's got the Cestus. He's got the Spite Knuckles, one of my favourite weapons that Moon Knight has. You don't see it often enough. But he also brings out, although that was hanging on the wall, he brings out a... Was that a scimitar? Is that how you say it? Um, like a really jagged sword to fight uh, Black Panther, who has since kind of confiscated his nunchuckers, it seems, and is using it against Moon Knight. Um, so yes, yeah, so the art was pretty cool. Um, <clears throat> uh, the writing, I think, um, yeah, I mentioned uh, it was quite solid in this issue. Uh, it was quite engaging. I really did enjoy reading through this, and and I will read through it again. Um, it will be interesting. I think I managed to mention this before. Be interesting to see how this stacks up um, as a trade read. If those first two issues uh, are actually improved. Um, when it's all kind of bundled together. Um, but as I mentioned, I, I certainly found part three and part four a lot more um, enjoyable. Now, this thing here, this writing again with Mjolnir, <coughs> pardon me, um, with the Black Panther and his ancestors being able to handle and, and uh, command Mjolnir, <sighs> to be honest, a little bit of an eye roll for me. Um, I mean, people were getting fatigued at Moon Knight being able to control Mjolnir, saying, look, who hasn't been able to, to lift the hammer now? Now it seems that Black Panther can do that as well. I mean, I think... I mean... I don't know. I don't want to ripple any waters here, but it's really starting to sully the legacy of Thor's hammer when everyone can kind of carry it. So I, I, I don't know. I mean, this is a thing as well. It's not like... Okay, sure, we had this Moon Rock thing and Conchu being able to control it and Moon Knight controlling it because he had the power of Conchu basically going through it. But um, 
this is Black Panther. So literally, he can because he has the blood of his of his ancestors. He can actually control Mjolnir. It's like really. I mean, he is he is a worthy warrior, of course. But um, do we really need everyone able to to, to wield it? Uh, I think it just lessens the the potency and the um, the aura of of um, of the hammer. But you know, that's just me. And there we go. We, yeah, we get a shot of Moon Knight uh, <coughs> putting on his cestus. Uh, Black Panther trying to get those unks uh, from from Conchu. So we learn from Conchu as well that he, using the power of the Sorcerer Supreme, has um, misguided Moon Knight and made him think he's fighting Mephisto, who's, but it's actually Black Panther. So that's how that kind of battle is explained, uh, and Conchu kind of whisks himself away. Um, thematically, I guess the thing here is um, that Moon Knight is going up against, I guess, his god. I mean, th- that's the whole thing. Aaron is talking about how he's not looking towards the moon, for help or anything, he goes towards the phoenix, <clears throat> and uh, I guess that's that interaction he has with the unseen. Um, when the unseen says you're praying to the wrong god, Spectre, I think that's what gets Moon Knight into thinking. Well, okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna try to summon and be be the host of the phoenix. Um, we'll see where it goes. We've only got one more part to this. And then it actually goes, bleeds into the next arc by Aaron called Enter Phoenix, I think. Um, so whether or not Moon Knight and Conchu are relegated to the shadows once again, and the Avengers then, and Black Panther, and, and the likes of Cap and She-Hulk and Blade, a take on the Phoenix, we'll just wait and see. Um, but um, yeah, I think I think that that might have been the main the main gist of this because uh, it. Largely, a lot of this issue is centred around the narrative of Mark Spector. Just, you know, you get the sense of what he's... He's saying it's not enough, I'm not enough. <clears throat> this, uh, um, I guess, doubt that he has, uh, and that's why he's let go of his faith, I guess, in Konshu, and gone somewhere else um, to the Phoenix. Characterizations. Uh, look, I think, I think Aaron's handled Black Panther very well. Um, you know, he hasn't, he hasn't gone into any risky territory. Um, he, he sounds, the voicings for Black Panther are pretty cool. Uh, the other Avengers, they really spend very little time. You can hardly, hardly see them. I think Blade says a few things, um, but they're kind of inconsequential. Similar even to Iron Man and and Captain Marvel. All they have to do is Iron Man say to Cap, to Carol, Take Starbrand away. That's about it. So uh, nothing much there. The main players here are obviously Conchu and Moon Knight, which you know we all should be excited about. <laughs> um, um, but I think yeah, um, Aaron does a, a an able uh, duty with the voicings of of Mark Spector. Uh, I'm not sure if any loonies have picked up any inconsistencies on my one read, which again I, I mentioned I've only just done um, not that long ago. Uh, I didn't pick up any flags there. That pointed um, to to him being represented in any ill way, um, but yeah, uh, yeah. So I, I guess I mean that that's all I can really say as a reaction to this 
Uh, issue, uh, as I mentioned, yeah, very enjoyable. Art was good. Um, keen to see. I don't know. Speculation, speculation as to what happens. Moon Knight has a Phoenix Force. Um, we see Conchu still has uh, the um, the power of Iron Fist and uh, Sorcerer Supreme. He's got two. Moon Knight's got the Phoenix Force and also the Spirit of Vengeance or the Fist of Vengeance. Um, Conchu's making a play for Starbrand. Uh, Black Panther still has his own. Um, he's got the the power of bust, I guess, within him still. <clears throat> I'm not sure where it goes. I think then Moon Knight will go up against Conchu, basically, uh, and or Starbrand, the little baby, will defeat like everyone and bring everything back to order. That's all I can think of. Um, uh, again, just thinking this will be setting up the next arc of Enter Phoenix, I'm wondering whether the Phoenix Force becomes the next antagonist or it jumps to other Avengers. I mean, we don't know. Uh, as I mentioned, to me, it, it seems a little a little weak that, um, that we're using the Phoenix Force to jump between characters. Uh, again, it just loses that allure. But having said that, it's not to say that it can't. It's, you know, the nature of it. I guess it will look for hosts. Um, but I think the wow factor of any characters getting the Phoenix Force won't be as big as, I think, perhaps the writers or Aaron would expect it to be. Uh, that's just my view. I don't know. Um, let us know what you think as well. Actually, you probably will let us know what you think because... Um, uh, on the uh, oh, should I? I'm wondering if I should take this break. Yeah, maybe we will take a break. Um, it's racking up uh, the time. Uh, when we come back, uh, let's uh, wrap this up. I'll I'll give it a rating now. I'm going to give it a uh, I'll give it a six and a half again. I think a six and a half for waning gibbous. Uh, I think it was it was quite fun. It's nothing to really, you know. I'm not going to go to bed kind of mulling over this story or anything like that it's just a lot of popcorn fun um i'm not too fussed about the ending as well uh it's it's yeah it just seems it's going to come and go it's going to be quite fleeting um but i guess we'll see with enter phoenix and in any way as well like you know when moon knight gets his solo series um, i don't think anything will be referenced from that uh, from, um in that from this um but yeah six and a half out of ten for me Anyway, loonies, uh, that's my reaction. When we come back on the other side of the break, I've got some feedback here um, from some loonies. I can't wait to get through it. So, uh, yep, hang tight, and I'll see you soon. Alrighty. Um, hello again. <laughs> All right, just going to take a... Whenever I am here by myself... The throat gets really dry when you just go solo. So apologies for the coughing and stuff. But hopefully this red will help. <clears throat> anyway, okay, here we go. Three, two, one. Yes, welcome back, loony listeners. You are listening to Into the Night, the Moon Knight podcast, episode 165. We, I have just been... Looking at, and I have just reacted to, uh, Avengers Volume 836, Part 4 of The Age of Conchu. Uh, uh, it is the penultimate part to This Age of Conchu by Jason Aaron and Javier Garon. It's been a very different ride. 
uh, and uh, it'll be interesting to see how they wrap it up. As I mentioned on the other side of the break, six and a half out of ten, um, worth a read because it's a little bit of fun. Um, but for those wanting a bit more meat, I guess we'll just have to wait for the the solo series when when that comes out. Anyway, um, I just want to spend a little time here, a couple of spectacles, a couple of shout outs, a couple of um, shameless indulgences. Um, so earlier this week, uh, the the latest episode of the other podcast that I that I do uh, with alongside Saren, uh, a couple of spider babies is to know her is to fear her the spider woman podcast it is our third episode only and we were looking at spider woman uh, issue four uh, aka issue 99 before the big one anyway that was released so give it a listen if you're interested in any way at at uh at jessica drew and all the spider um, i was about to say the spider people but she's very much m- removed from spider-man and his clique uh she's a very interesting character i love her uh, and go check it out. It's available right now. Also as well, which was released today, the day of this recording, uh, is uh, I'm on another one. It's a, a monthly uh, show at the end of the month. Uh, it's the Ultimate Spidercast, but at the end of the month, the last Tuesday of the month, uh, it was a little late this month, um, we cover the Scarlet Spider. So every month I'm there with the likes of Phil, uh, and Matt, and we go through the, we're going through the Clone Saga and Ben Riley. Uh, so that was a lot of fun. Go check it out. That is on Capes and Lunatics Sidekicks. Uh, you can find that on your podcast catcher, uh, and just check out or look for within that uh, the Ultimate Spidercast and Scarlet Spider. Uh, so a couple of episodes there for you. If this one isn't enough, um, so yeah. So anyway, um, this is the part of the show I'm really looking forward to. It is hearing about your thoughts on Avengers 36. So I will start out with um, Twitter. So on Twitter, um, received a a tweet from the amazing Yan at John Yanchek one, and John, if I can call you John, he says uh, really liked that they touched on the fact that Mark prefers to fight street level threats. This story probably won't have any lasting impact, but it is worth it for the that last image. That panel was epic awesomeness. Yes, John, thank you very much. Uh, it, it is. It is quite epic. I mean, if you think about it, Moon Knight hosting the Phoenix is no small matter. Uh, so that's a big thing. Uh, like I said, just personally myself... Um, a little underwhelmed, only I guess because I had these expectations. Everyone was saying that last page was was great and big, uh, but as I mentioned, I've seen that before. Avengers versus X Men and the like. So, um, but anyway, no, excellent. Um, and yeah, he, um, I do, I do like it as well that Jason Aaron uh, does address the fact that that Moon Knight prefers the street level. Um, I'm sure that may have been a little nod to some of the Moon Knight fans. <laughs> Maybe. Anyway, uh, on Twitter as well, we have a fellow collective member, host of We Are Venomaniacs, uh, Orion Petty Clerk, at Opie Doki, Opie underscore Doki, and Orion says, My thoughts. I would have enjoyed this more if it wasn't tied to the mainstream Moon Knight, and boy, do I hope that last page reveal doesn't signal that I have to follow the next arc in this Avengers series. Uh, yeah, Orion, that's a, that's a good point. Um, uh, look, I, I personally myself, I might just follow it anyway, but 
only be keeping probably one eye on it. Um, I don't think there will be any lasting effects for Moon Knight, as I mentioned. Uh, um, and yeah, you're saying it, um, you would have enjoyed it more if it wasn't tied to the mainstream Moon Knight. I think this can be seen as its own own thing as well. Uh, I think it will be quite self-contained. Uh, again, I'm kind of leaning and, and leaning all my hopes on the the future Moon Knight solo series and how that will be kind of seen as a continuation of Moon Knight's canon. These appearances everywhere else here and there, especially with the way that Marvel and continuity works these days, uh, you can almost see it as like it's it's an alternate reality. I mean, um, there have been instances where the likes of Iron Man and Doctor Strange have been doing things in the Avengers book has nothing to do with their solo titles. So uh, I'm not too worried in that aspect. I'll be taking the solo series um, over any other kind of cameo appearances that Moon Knight may have in other books that isn't his own. Uh, also, uh, we have a, a couple of comments here from our Facebook page. So, uh, Corey Hardiman, who's a, a good friend of the show, contributor to our audio drama, Corey, a.k.a. Gabe, he, he mentions, I don't know if a comic book has ever made me feel more conflicted. What I loved, I loved a lot, and what I disliked, I disliked a lot. I love all the callbacks to previous events from classic Moon Knight all the way up to Original Sin. I thoroughly enjoyed the fight with Black Panther, me too. It got better with each page. I, I, I'd agree as well. His concept of praying was pure genius. I can't begin to say uh, I can't begin to say how Moon Knight that felt. Perfect. I'm really not sure where I'm at with that ending though. That's a pretty drastic character change. Even though it was fun to read, I don't like the long-term ramifications. Best issue of a low-quality series. I enjoyed it more than I ex expected. Yeah, thank you, Corey. Um, I know that you're a, a big a big fan of the street-level Moon Knight and uh, the likes of the classic Mench run and, and perhaps the Houston run as well. Uh, if I can assuage your, your fears, uh, and look, I've got no... Um, you know, I've got no authority in these comments, but yeah, I, I don't think that that last page will have any lasting effects on Moon Knight. I mean, uh, Namor got the Phoenix Force in Avengers uh, versus X Men, and so did P uh, Piotr Rasputin, Colossus. They there's no effects with them now about you know with having the Phoenix Force. So similar to Moon Knight, I, it's just. It's just a, a tool that the writer has used uh, for a bit of wow factor. But thanks, Corey. Thanks for that. Um, also, with, this came a little late as well, which is um, always great to, to get um, new comments. Uh, this came from Brandon Bartley Chambers. Hello, Brandon. First time I've... Uh, yeah, I'm hoping you're enjoying the group and I hope you are listening. Uh, Brandon says, I'm not going to lie, this issue probably carried extra weight for me what with Black Panther's role in it and Chadwick's name on the cover, yeah, um, I'd agree as well. Uh, as well, I, I was, I was affected by by Chadwick's uh, passing, uh, as much as as any of the massive fans um, that do. Um, so yeah, it was uh, was quite affecting. It was awesome to see Moon Knight go up against one of the best martial artists on Earth six one six. True. I still don't know what's up with the star brand power. I haven't kept up on Avengers until our loony moony boy showed up. Uh, that part of the storyline is less emotional for me. 
fair enough. Uh, I really like the relationship between Mark and Konshu, and I wish they would spend more time exploring that in these issues. They have an opportunity here to establish why Mark is a hero, even when Konshu isn't. Maybe they'll tackle that idea in the final issue. Any word on if Moon Knight will be joining the Avengers roster again after Age of Konshu? That's a good question. Brandon, I don't know. Who knows? Uh, actually, that would be good. and I never considered that. Uh, I hope he does. Um, but it will be a very different Moon Knight to, uh, again, what I imagined a, a solo series Moon Knight title will have. Uh, but I, I would... I would I would pick it up because it's got Moon Knight in it. Um, let's just say that. Uh, so, uh, yeah. Um, who knows? That's a good question. I... Interesting. Would would other other loonies like to see Moon Knight continue the, in the Avengers? I mean, I think I would. I, th- I think that would be pretty cool. Any Moon Knight is better than no Moon Knight. Um, also, just having a look here quickly, the Star Brand power. Okay, so uh, I have limited knowledge as well on it. What I do know is that it is an immense power that I think apparently came from a multiverse somewhere, um, and it generally uh, is confined to to earthlings the people from earth will get it but it's this power that's bestowed upon them and it's a massive power like we're talking very powerful so i'll come across it in in some of my quasar rereads um back in the day in the 90s and, and what i'm doing reread now uh, listening to uh the quantum zone uh the the quasar podcast over at capes and lunatics uh but yeah it, it's um Essentially, just a massive power that's bestowed, uh, bestowed, bestowed on people, um, and you generally have this branding on you, uh, the star brand, and you're allowed to to do immense things. That's all I can uh, all I can say. But yeah, uh, thank you, Brandon. Thank you for that. Now we go to Instagram. Now, Taron, Taron Almighty fifty six. Taron's a friend of the show. He's been on the show chatting about Moon Knight. He's got he's, uh, he's got Tsunami Studios, a YouTube channel. Taron says, I expected nothing and I'm still disappointed. Uh, I, look, I can't blame you there, Taron, as well. Uh, this is a very um, unique take on Moon Knight and for those that do love Moon Knight, there might be a, a particular reason why you do and this does not fulfill those requirements. I totally understand. Um... All I can say is, as mentioned before, this will come and go. Uh, maybe you'll enjoy it if you do pick it up in trade. Maybe you'll you'll enjoy it as a as a nice little five parter. Um, but uh, if not, then let's just wait for the the solo series. Uh, another comment here from Instagram, Sand Blue Studs. Uh, welcome also to our Facebook group as well. Uh, we had a bit of correspondence, and thank you for joining. Hope you're enjoying the the show. You're doing a, a, a bit of a a catch up uh, catch up to all the shows, which I find crazy, but um, forever grateful for. So hopefully, hopefully you can get through the 164 episodes. Um, but hopefully you're listening to this one uh, relatively soon. Uh, anyway. Sandal Blue Stud says, Been a Moon Knight fan for years and just discovered your podcast. Working my way through to catch up. This arc feels confused, but I do like seeing Mooney and Black Panther interact again. Yeah, me too. Um, their team up in Black Panther Volume 3 is one of my favourites. That was a great one as well with Nightmare, I believe. Um, I'm hoping there's some bust conscious interaction next issue. Uh, Sand Blue Studs, 
again, my opinion, I'm not sure. You may be waiting a while for that. I'm, I actually, no, you probably won't. Um, Black Panther is the only descendant of the million BC Avengers that is still running loosely around there, if you don't count Starbrand. So he might have a huge bearing on on this arc, the Age of Khonshu. Um, my money is on Moon Knight with the, with the Phoenix Force defeating Khonshu um, that way, maybe with the help of Black Panther and the Avengers. But, um, yeah, maybe we'll see a little bit of bust. I'd like to see that too. And uh, on Instagram as well, Cruiser2 says, I love how it went back to origin, original sin. Uh, yeah, uh, me too as well. Admittedly, um, I'm a bit patchy on original sin it's been a while that's all um my main takeaway from original sin is is obviously the the idea that um protagonists uh, are kind of confronted with their deep dark secrets and also that nick fury is the man on the wall the last defender um but other than that i can't remember moon knight's involvement in it but it's good it's good that it ties it back in again i've got all the floppies I might do a quick reread. I wanted to do that as well. I recently acquired all the the tie-ins to Original Sin, so I wanted I, I want to do a massive reread of it all um, to go through it. But thank you, Cruiser too. Uh, moving along, we've just got a few more here. Uh, we have one from the Facebook group. Um, hang on, let me just have a little bit of a slope of uh, Monsieur Cam- uh, Cabernet Sauvignon. Oh, that's better. Anyway, Julio Avalenda. He mentions, After reading the first four chapters of Age of Conchu, I'm amused at all the weird things that are going to add up to Moon Knight's mythology. Wikipedia writers will have a hard time updating the page. Uh, yeah, I reckon so as well. I mean, um, Wikipedia, sure, because they do chronicle everything. Um, and it has been an amusing ride at the moment. Uh, as mentioned, again, uh, some really cool ideas by Jason Aaron. Things that, like, in the back of your mind, like, for me, there's always been that synergy between the Spirit of Vengeance and and uh, the Avatar of Vengeance. Things at the back of your mind, actually, Jason Aaron brings to fruition. So, actually, seeing Moon Knight as a Ghost Rider is pretty damn cool. Um, but as for how long-lasting they'll be, I don't know. But, yeah. You're right, Wikipedia writers, they will chronicle everything, so uh, they've got a lot on their hands here, especially with the Phoenix Force. I'd like to like to read a wiki about the Phoenix the Phoenix Force and um, understand how many people it's passed through. Obviously, Jean Grey is the, is the main one, but um, yeah, there have been a few since, so thank you, Julio. Uh, this came in at the 11th hour or the 12th hour or the nth hour. I don't know what the saying is. I I can't remember. Anyway, um, as mentioned at the top of the show, the latest Petroni, Derek. Derek O'Neill, how you going, my good sir? Uh, he writes in. This came in through an email. And uh, let me read this out once my iPad works properly. Okay, he goes, Hey, Ray, here's my general thoughts on Avengers 36. For an Avengers book, this has so much Moon Knight, it's kind of surprising. Outside of the awesome fight with Black Panther, the rest of the team only seems to get a few panels. Agreed, agreed. Um, That's one of my sticking points 
as well. Uh, just the balance of the book. Now, of course, I'm a Moon Knight fan, and I love seeing Moon Knight take the spotlight and Conchu and all that as well. But um, can't forget that this is an Avengers book as well. I'd love to see a balance and a juggle of those characters. Uh, like I enjoyed when Cap Captain America and Blade and She-Hulk, they um, um, kind of intercepted that the, the, the train where all those mummies were kind of carting away Danny Rand and and Stephen Strange. I like that sort of stuff. So I feel it, it could they could have done. Sorry, Aaron could have done a bit more of that. Uh, like I said, we've only got one more issue. So anyway. Um, I have enjoyed how much of the mythos they've explored or created for the arc so far. They've been teasing the arrival of the Phoenix for a few issues, so it was definitely interesting to reach the big cliffhanger here. I also love the tie-in to Original Sin. Of course you would, Derek. Uh, one of my Alara books. Uh, always love a mention of Nick Fury, for sure. Absolutely. Um, as I mentioned, I can't really remember The Unseen, um, but I am going to go back straight into Original Sin. I'm going to reread it, Derek. Uh, maybe we can have a few words about uh, about the storyline, uh, and it'd be great to see how this ties in with, with this current issue. Uh, so Derek continues, I want more. I wish this this had a Moon Knight monthly book and the main Avengers book to bring in even more stuff. I'll make do with one more issue for the moment, and hopefully it will give some direction for where Moon Knight will be going in the future. Take care. No, thanks, Derek, as well. Um, you echo my sentiments, sentiments as well. I'd, I'd really love to see more. I'm just really heavily leaning on this solo series coming out soon. I'm sure it's coming out soon. Um, we're getting smatterings of She-Hulk uh, as well. I mean, I know her show's a while away. We're getting the Falcon and Winter Soldier in comics now as a title their show's coming out so i'm sure we're going to get moon knight coming soon as well i'd love to see it uh, the one thing i do really miss um that the older comics do have is i really do miss that coordination between uh, the team books and the solo books i really wish that um they there was a bit more continuity between the two um but you know I guess that's a. I mean, that's that's why the Valiant comics, I think, for me, are really good. Their universe is is uber tight. Uh, everything has an impact or a ramification for something else, and it's felt in the other titles. It's not like you know, oh, Bloodshot, you know, is this now? But I'll forget about it, and, and let's just have him as this person. Uh, it's a lot more tighter, and I just wish Marvel and I'm not sure if DC do it, but I wish they, I wish they would do something similar. Anyway, no, thank you so much, Derek. And finally, we have a bit of audio feedback as well. So I'm going to play this. This is from Phil, the Drop King Phil, friend of the show, uh, fellow co-host from the Scarlet Spider monthly podcast. Hello, fellow loonies and high priest of Conchu Ray. This is Phil from the Capes and Lunatics and Capes and Lunatics Sidekicks podcast. Just thought I'd drop some thoughts on you all about Avengers number 36. And always remember the legacy numbering, 730, was that 736? Yep, 736. So, uh, I like this one, I think this one be my favorite part of the Age of Conchu Saga uh, yet. 
the art, of course, just like with every other part, is uh, great. It's some beautiful art here. I love what they uh, what they've been doing with uh, Mark Spe- well, Moon Knight and Mark Spector. Uh, the big fight with uh, Moon Knight and uh, Black Panther, excellent through this issue. Uh, then we get the Unseen too, who uh, showed up. What was that, like two weeks ago or something? In one of those uh, Empire Aftermath issues. So, are we gonna are we gonna see the return of the character as the Unseen, or are we maybe gonna get a return of original Nick Fury? Maybe I don't know. Uh, that might be interesting. Because we, for spoilers, uh, at the, I believe it's the end of that same issue. Uh, ooh, uh, the Watcher's back, so. Maybe Nick, old Nick Fury gets to come back? I don't know. Uh, but, the, I don't know. The one the one plot point that bothered me here was, uh, well, the earlier fight between Black Panther and Conchu. And, you know, Conchu's trying to control the hammer, and Black Panther can control the hammer because, you know, thanks to those prehistoric Avengers, I guess. The hammer remembers all the Black Panthers going back to that, back to the dawn of time, which is fine. But it just seems like just in the story alone, who has controlled this hammer? I mean, yeah, they've picked it up, but Mark Spector was using it at one point. Conchu, now Black Panther. It's just I don't know. Just since Avengers Endgame, it just seems like every, like every other character can either pick up or control this hammer. It's like. If we're gonna get rid of the worthiness thing, the worthiness clause, just get maybe get rid of it. But uh, I mean, I get, I mean, I would even buy Black Panther. I would buy Black Panther picking it up. But some of these other characters, uh, so I was, <laughs> I love the names of some of these fighting uh, moves. Southside Shin Skinner. <laughs> Uh, Hungry Lion Organ Seeker. Leaping Buffalo Uppercut Elbow Strike. Uh, but like I said, a lot of fighty fighting in this issue. All excellent. Uh, oh, and then the Tony Stark and, uh, Carol Danvers with the Star Brand Baby. Which I'm kind of disappointed unless they surprise me with, um, I was hoping the baby was gonna be, well, spoiler alert for those of you who read 90s Marvel, uh, Quasar and Caleb Ballantyne's baby, which I'm sure I've probably mentioned up before, but I just wish they would tie that in somehow, and especially with the new universe Earth. And but it's like, is the Star Brand even from a different universe now? Now it seems like it's from Marvel Six One Six. But what did happen to that new universe Earth? Well, I guess again, the last Secret Wars wiped everything out and restarted it. Ah, Franklin Richards. Again, we get, what, one page of, well, basically one panel of Blade, Captain America, and She-Hulk. But, yeah, like I said, the fights are good. What's going on with the Starbrand, baby? Is she going to try to fight Conchu on her own, maybe? Uh, But that last page, everyone's talking about that last page. Mark Spector rocking this Phoenix Force. What does this mean? 
I'm thinking maybe are we going to get a battle where does Mark will Mark defeat Conchu and either imprison him or is Conchu maybe going to take a vacation or is he maybe going to die to be reincarnated let a future date but I'm thinking especially with the uh Disney Plus series coming maybe they're going to distance Mark from uh Conchu maybe just have him be his own man you know no statues, no hallucinations of Conchu. Uh, maybe just have him be more of a street level guy again. I kind of missed that. And maybe we're getting, maybe that'll be a sign for another ongoing series. Please, Marvel. And speaking of the Disney Plus series, if no one saw, um, well, just just uh, yesterday or today. Whenever Ray plays this, uh, we did get the announcement of the uh, actress who's playing Miss Marvel in the Disney Plus series. We already got an announcement, what was it, last week or the week before about the She-Hulk actress. So She-Hulk, Miss Marvel, you know who's coming next. Who's playing Mark Spector? Cannot wait. Uh, But can't wait to hear uh, everyone else's thoughts. Can't wait to hear the new episode. And... Glad, Ray, I'm glad you recovered from that uh, bachelor party. Uh, We'll leave it at that. All right, everyone. Until next time. uh, To the moon and back. Catch ya. Thank you, Phil. Thank you for all your comments. Yeah, a lot of them um, very similar to my own as well. And first of all, thank you very much. Yes, the bachelor party was was very good indeed. a little bit of recovery time needed, but uh, <laughs> but I'm glad I can still uh, produce a, an ITK episode this week, uh, albeit maybe one day late or so. Um, but yeah, thank you. Uh, but anyway, you, your, your comments, uh, thank you so much. Uh, and of course, I'm backtracking as well here, um, going backwards. Um, yeah, the, the casting of Miss Marvel, we're all excited. Can't wait for it. Um, can't wait for the Moon Knight casting. My gosh, be at the ready, Looney's at the keyboards, get ready to post it up because it's coming, I reckon, in about two weeks. Um, I could be wrong, but say about two weeks. It's going to be there. Oh, actually, maybe I'll do that. This is a, a, another thing. Um, the the first loony, the loony to post it up first, I think, on either, on any of the social media, on Instagram, Facebook page, Facebook group, or Twitter, I'll send out a sticker to you as well one of the official itk stickers so uh whoever gets the 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 news first and it's got to be the right news okay i don't want any of this like clickbait um so whenever the first official casting announcement is for moon knight whoever gets it in first and you you may need to remind me when it happens because i may forget um drop it in and the first person to, to drop in that news will get a sticker i will set that I'll try to remember. Anyway, uh, thank you, Phil. Also, the likes of, yeah, Mjolnir, I found a little tiresome that, you know, that Black Panther did. Although, as you say, Black Panther rightly should. He's a very worthy person. Um, I I think uh, it's just like, oh, you know, I thought this was a thing. Like, you know, they had in in Age of Ultron, they're more trying to lift the hammer. Now, if you do it again, like, half of them would be able to do it. So... Anyway, that sort of stuff. Uh, Starbrand, possibly. Um, uh, I think it'd be more Moon Knight versus Moon Knight v Conchu, 
And I like your take on Moon Knight, um, them setting it up or distancing, distancing himself from Konshu for the TV series. That could be well, the the idea. I do hope they still have that Konshu element in the TV show. Uh, I'd love to see the statue of Konshu at least. If there's no bird skull, at least give us the statue of Konshu. It's such a big part of Moon Knight. Um, I'd, I'd hate to think that they would ignore that. But um, no, thank you very much, Phil, for those for your comments. Uh, awesome, awesome stuff. Always great to hear from you. And uh, as always, you guys can hear Phil on the Capes and Lunatics and Capes and Lunatics Sidekicks podcast. Uh, and I want to shout out as well, a big reminder, Derek on that email as well. Derek's from TV Podcast Industries with um, with awesome co-hosts, John and Chris as well. So go check them out. I might put them in the show notes. Uh, they are, both of them are my favorite some of my favorite podcasts because I do listen to some, but I regularly listen to Capes and Lunatics and also TV podcast industries. Fantastic, fantastic. Uh, anyway, that wraps up our feedback, Looney. So, um, yeah, uh, if you still want to drop in some thoughts, there is a post up on our page and our and our group. Keep them coming. Love to hear uh, your ideas on what might be coming or what are you thought of part four. Similar to Phil, uh, I thought this was a stronger part, as I mentioned at the top of the show as well. Uh, um, let's hope that the landing is stuck in some sense uh, in, in a month's time. Um, but I'll be, I'll be um, following Enter Phoenix as well. May not be for the whole run, but I'll see how it goes if Moon Knight's in it. Uh, and it would be interesting, as Brandon mentioned, if Moon Knight is a, a regular member, then I might have to tune in a bit more to to the Avengers. Anyway, uh, Loonies, that pretty much wraps it up from me. That's the longest solo one that I think I've done. We're kind of edging towards one and a half, uh, one and a half hours. I don't know how I did it. Well, I've got to thank my friend uh, Cabernet Savignon there for helping me out. Um, <laughs> next phase... We have episode 166. Now, this is a waning gibbous. Ironically, it is the same. The waning gibbous is the same as my rating, 6.5 out of 10. Um, anyway, it is a waning gibbous next week, and that means it is a moonwalk. So this is the second, only the very second one that we've done. Uh, it is basically a read-through, a literal read-through of an issue of Moon Knight, uh, and it will be Moon Knight Volume 7, uh, issue 14, Old God. So I believe that one was penned by Cullen Bunn. It's uh, a nice little one and done as well. Uh, and I haven't got a guest yet, but generally for these, I will get at least one at least one guest to read through a part of the issue. So if you want to take on Moon Knight, by all means, hit us up. Um, I'm looking at you, Corey. I might tap you on the shoulder there if you want to do Moon Knight. Otherwise, if you want another role, it, any of the other characters, let us know. Um, and what we do is, what I do is, is um, produce a little bit of a, of a an audio drama um, based on that issue, uh, based on the script. So a lot of fun. We'll see how we go with that. And as mentioned as well, uh, I I don't know yet whether the Roundtable Robin, the round, uh, the sour, the the sidekicks revengeance. Um, I'll drop that maybe next week as well, or I might hold on to it. But those guys will be doing it this weekend, or I think I think this Sunday or Monday. I can't remember. Um, but uh, that will be something to keep your eyes peeled out for. 
As always, um, we are part of uh, Patreon. So again, as mentioned, patreon.com slash ITKMoonNight. Uh, please check it out, the incentives. Again, a huge thank you to Derek for joining and becoming a Petruni. Uh, a massive Lockley tier. Uh, so so Derek actually shares now the executive producer credits. Um, he's on there for every episode alongside Dustin and Justin as well. Um, so huge thank you guys for all your support. Um, but yeah, uh, loonies you can become a member too, as little as a dollar. Um, you can um, get the ITK Digest, or, or for a bit more as well, you can get other incentives like videos, ex- exclusive videos, bonus episodes. Um, yeah, it's all, it's all there as well. Please check it out. As mentioned as well, hello headphones. If you use the code ITK Moonlight, you get ten percent off their online store. Go get yourself some headphones or earphones. Um, you need it to listen to great podcasts. Um, and I'm talking great podcasts like TV Podcast Industries and Capes and Lunatics. You still need it for for decent podcasts like ITK as well. Uh, Also, Dreamland Comics, uh, if you use the code MOON, you'll get 20% off their online comics. Uh, So if you want to top up your back issues, go check them out. I'm sure you'll get a decent price, especially with 20% off as well. We're also an affiliate member with Entertainment Earth, Maybe they can order that Walgreens exclusive Arachnite Funko Pop for you. I don't know. Hit them up. Use the link that we have in the show notes, and uh, a little bit will go our way. Um, but yeah, go check them out. <clears throat> and finally, we are part of the collective. So the likes of TV Podcast Industries, the likes of Capes and Lunatics, but also other shows like We Are Venomaniacs, like we heard from Orion's Feedback earlier in the show, as well as Last Sons of Krypton, a Superman podcast, another podcast that I do. Go check it out. We all have kind of similar interests. Uh, we try to prop each other up, uh, share and like each other's posts. Um, that All these other shows are brilliant. Check them out. If you love your comics, you love your characters, they will have what you want <coughs> on me. Finally, you can find us or contact us on email, idkmoonnight at gmail.com. Uh, we're also on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, YouTube, Discord, Get Vocal. We have a website, as mentioned, on Patreon, and we are on Podchaser as well. Um, check us out on any of that. Uh, you may also be listening to us on a podcast chat- catcher of your choice. Uh, we are available on all of them. So if you have friends that want to listen, but they listen to a different, or use a different podcast catcher, we'll be on there. Don't worry. Um, please point them towards us as well. Anyway, loonies, um, that's it from me. Uh, thank you so much for listening. I hope hope you enjoy this reaction episode. Thank you so much for all your feedback as well. Uh, and uh, enjoy the rest of the week. I'm going to get straight into editing this and give it to you as soon as I can. As always, may Conchie watch over the denizens of the night. Catch you later. and affiliated characters, stories and events are properties of Marvel Characters Incorporated. Materials used and discussed within the podcast are intended for critique and review purposes only under the fair dealing concept of the current Copyright Act. The views, information or opinions expressed during the podcast are solely those of the individuals involved and do not necessarily represent those of the copyright owners.